was bad. This weekend was bad. And last weekend was bad. What was the weekend before? I don't even remember. I don't even know where we're up to. Baku. Oh, we had the four week break. We had the four week break. We had Baku, which we both love. We're and so it was excited. Shit. And I, I genuinely, I don't think I've told you this, I genuinely went home and cried. Oh. <laughs> I was so sad that it was so bad. It was bad. I was just like, I can't believe this was going to be the highlight of my week. And it's this shit. It's like our second favourite race. Well, it was my first favourite race. And my second favourite. And your second favourite. And Of the entire year. Of the, of the whole calendar. We were so excited. I was fucking buzzed. Yeah. The number of times we texted each other like, It's Baku! F1 is back and it's Baku. It's so exciting. And then it was fucking awful. Yeah. And I was literally like halfway through it like, I can't believe the commentators have to go through this shit and have nothing to talk about. Because it's not even like we could go back and talk about the race before. Because the race before was a month ago. Yeah. And then now they've had two races in a row where they couldn't talk about anything. Because nothing had fucking happened. I mean, at least, I mean, a few things did happen at Baku. It just wasn't... There was, was it red flagged or was it safety card? It was safety, safety card. But a few things did happen. Um, There was some okay like overtakes and stuff just yeah maybe not as much as we the drs train to. was painful for everyone involved the drs train is painful every single race but that was fucking nuts which the safety the the train from lap 12 to lap i can't even remember how many laps there were mm. it was literally like as soon as devries was cleared was it devries that crashed yes as soon as devries was cleared yes it was devries it was then the DRS train from Ocon for like eight cars. Mm-hmm. And that was it for like 40 laps. Yeah. For over like almost an hour of mm. just a DRS train when nothing happened. Yeah. And, and Ocon didn't pit until the last lap. I mean, that was... That was the most exciting part of the weekend. That was chaotic. And then we don't know really what happened other than they've now changed the rules so that nobody can leave the pit garages... Or until the last every car, car is stopped. Yeah. And it just means that we're probably going to get a lot of fucking brake fires after the race. Because mm. isn't there a three minute lap somewhere? Is Singapore a three minute lap? Don't know. Can you imagine if someone's like just been lapped and they've got to wait three minutes before... Yeah. The, 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 the mechanics can run across the track and put the tire blanket at uh, the brake... But it's isn't it just until the they the last ones reach the checkered flag? Yeah. So if the person in first place, so not first place, let's go with fourth because they don't have to then go round to the podium. They just have to finish the lap, and then they go into Park Ferme. Yeah. But they still have they do an entire cooldown lap. Yeah. Which time everyone should be finished. Yeah. Oh. Because if you're over a lap behind, you're then done. So let's the just cool say... The cooldown lap is going to be... People are going to be really slow on the cooldown lap. Yeah, that's where it's going to... Yeah. That's what's okay. going to change. Okay. That, so like, yeah. let's say Max and Perez, as they currently are, cross the finish line, you know, 14 seconds before everyone else. Yeah. When they get back round to come into the pits, everyone else by that point... Has finished anyway. Will have had the checkered flag. And theoretically, they don't go through the pit anyway. They go to wherever the podium is. Exactly. Often yeah. that is in the pit, but that's normal procedure. Yeah. Okay. 
I fully had like visions of every car had to be stopped. No, no, no. It just means that every car has to have done. They have finished all the race. The checkered flag. Yeah, yeah, they finished the race. They've not stopped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was like, they're just gonna have <laughs> cars just gonna catching all... fire. This isn't gonna help. <laughs> Big bonfire. Yeah, let's just set twenty cars alight and just Every see what weekend. happens. This will be fine. Genuinely, that's what my brain has done since they announced that on Sunday. I was like, this isn't gonna work. No, that that's that's why that's how it's gonna work. That does make a lot more sense. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, I feel less. Stu- no. Okay. Okay. I feel less scared of that now. Yeah, so it's a bit like if you're X many laps behind. Yeah. You don't get to finish. No, no, no. I know you don't get to finish all of the laps, but in my head it was genuinely like, okay, so once all of the cars have stopped, then they can go and get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Whereas, no, once the risk of a pit stop has completely gone. Yes. Because all of the cars have finished. Yeah. But this happened with Albon at one point, didn't it? He pitted on the last... The last lap. That was... Lap. And was there that was the end another... of last year? That caused almost an incident as well. I can't remember exactly. Did it? it? wasn't as big an incident or something, but they said that people were starting... He nearly played fucking 10-pin bowling with the photographers. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> know. Not ideal. But no, I think Alex had... I think people were coming Did across. he have another garage in front? They Did were... other mechanics almost? I yeah. feel like the mechanics They almost... were going across the pit wall. Yeah. And that does ring a bell. Bidding. I can't think when that was, but I can't that either, does ring a bell. I remember it happening. What was that? That must have been last year. Yeah. It wasn't earlier this season. No, no, no. It was it last, was last year. year. I'm pretty sure. But yeah, so I think there's kind of now two incidences in fairly quick succession. Yeah. Where... This can't be allowed to happen anymore. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And I mean, they've tried to stop it a fair few times, haven't they? But... Yeah. I was genuinely looking forward to this race. I actually sent a message like, I can't believe I'm looking forward to to Miami. Yeah. Last year I fell asleep. This year I wish I'd fallen asleep. <laughs> May as well have. Less happened. At least we had some flags last year. Okay, so a race isn't made by how many flags and safety cars. No, but it's made but by stuff happening. Overtakes. Overtakes that Battling. are spicy. Anything. The, the most exciting part that I found obviously Max overtook a lot yes I'm well aware of that that was fine but Max but that's almost not exciting anymore no you just it's it's the bare minimum no whereas like you know I can't even remember who it was but somebody literally said let him pass it's not our fight yeah and it's like I get it but also give us something to bloody watch like Mm -hmm. this is a snore Leclerc and Kevin Magnussen that was fun. Had a good few battles. That was fun. It happened a few times. And I'm happy with that because I love Mag. I love him. He's great. Yeah. And it's nice to see him actually racing because we don't see a lot of him because he's a back a back marker. We don't see him often. Yeah. So it's cool to see him racing. Yeah, it was. And it was, again, it was one of those where Charles was in what should be the faster car. Yeah. And... Couldn't make it happen. Yeah. K-Mag was putting up a... Hell of a fight. A good battle. It was great. Worth watching. But it only lasted for a few laps. Yeah, that was like maybe three minutes worth of actual excitement. And we were sat there for an hour and a half. Yeah. And the build up to this race, all of the the practice sessions, all of everything genuinely worked on me and made me excited for this race. Mm. I hated the build up. Oh, my God. I actually had to turn it off. I couldn't I couldn't sit in the room and watch it. And then when he and then did you watch it? 
this like calling each driver by name up to the stand to be fucking welcomed. I what just before the race? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see that. So when the guy called up Max and he was like, "I've just told everyone that you're," I don't, I can't even remember. I was so just like, "This is just ridiculous." What it did was he like, say? It was like little phrases for each driver, wasn't it? Yeah, but he was like, "I've just told everyone that you're the greatest on the grid," or something shit, and it was like. Because I'm the fucking two-time world champion. I'm the reigning world champion and I'm leading the championship. They don't need to be told. Surely to fuck they know that I am the person on the... Like, why are you doing this? It made me very cross. But there are other world champions on the grid. I know, I know. But it was just one of those things where it was like, why are we doing this? Yeah. This isn't... If it was going to happen, it should have happened on the opening race. Where we have new drivers in. Yeah, introducing each driver. To start the season. Yeah, because you might not actually know them. You yeah. Might not know We've who got brand new people on the Logan track. Sargent is. We're five races in. Yeah. These are names that you should know by now. Yeah. Like, it just, it did nothing for me. Mm-hmm. And it felt like such a waste of time. I missed the pit, the grid walk. I saw some of it. I saw the very like end of oh, it. Oh no, as but... in I mean I missed the proper grid walk. I, I oh, missed right, yeah. it. I, like I watched it, it was fine, but it was split into two halves. They tried to stop Jackie Stewart going into a VIP area and he was like, I'm a three-time world champion in this sport. <laughs> Who the fuck are you to tell me not to go in? Just fucking waltzed in anyway. Like, fuck off. <laughs> it made me so cross. <laughs> and it's like there's genuinely going to be generations of F1 fans that don't know who Jackie Stewart is. Mm. And he is like a pioneer of the cars we have on the grid now. I think, though, that there are people that won't know, like, um, historical kind of figures and stuff. But it's, in the same sense, the guys that are currently on the grid are going to, at some point, become... The Jackie Stewart's of the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it happens. Every It'll generation be, has that. You know, Lewis will be one of those. Yeah. I imagine. I would be surprised if not. Well, he could just be like, I'm not going to do a Rosberg. I'm never going to be a commentator. I'm never going to talk to anyone when I'm out of this sport. He doesn't need to, though. I think he's already got a big enough I know, name. But I mean, in terms of like Jackie Stewart is now in his 80s and is still going and watching all, almost all of the F1 races. Like he fucking loves the sport. I don't know if... He lives and breathes it. Yeah. I don't know if Lewis will be that person. Maybe not. But like... I fucking hope that we still remember people like Jackie Stewart because he was a pioneer of this sport and he changed safety forever. Mm. He's one of the biggest fans of safety and advocates for making the sport safer and is genuinely the reason for so many of the of the devices we have in the sport now that saved lives. Like the Halo has saved so many lives. Oh gosh, it's yeah. scary. Like Lewis Hamilton would have broken his neck in Imola. Yep. <laughs> because he had a car on top of him. He had a skid mark on him. I know what you meant. <laughs> tire mark. He had a tire <laughs> <Not> mark. <laughs> he had tire tracks on his helmet. Like, he would have died. <laughs> he had a skid mark on his helmet. He had a skid mark on his helmet. Sorry, I'm being childish. <laughs> it's fucking cool. And like Zao's crash. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> But it would have, you know, it, it, it's crazy. And I hope we don't forget people like Jackie Stewart. Definitely. Seeing the braces of these drivers. Exactly. Cool. He was a three-time world champion, for fuck's sake. <laughs> but yes, other than that, Miami... Lacked. That was genuinely the highlight of Miami for me. It, it lacked a bit. 
unfortunately. You turned off. I did. I totally switched off. It was so bad. I mean, it was on, but I was like... Oh, no, like, you switched off I was, mentally. Yeah. It was like, no, I'm playing a game on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just... I'm just not paying attention. I'm just on TikTok now. <laughs> TikTok, TikTok has taken me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. I've clocked out. <laughs> it was a shame. Imola? Imola will be fun. Hopefully. Almost guaranteed. I'm really struggling with the DRS trains. Yeah. The DRS trains were supposed to be... Easier overtaking. Easier to overtake. And less of a problem with these new regulations and if anything they're worse yeah i don't remember a drs train being that long and lasting that long in yeah in previous years well yeah like two years ago i think five was the longest and i don't remember it lasting over half the race no that might be you know rose-colored glasses looking at the past but i don't remember it being this bad at least for years yeah and that was why DRS was introduced, was to reduce this. And then this new regulation was supposed to make it easier for cars to follow and easier for cars to overtake. And it's made it cars easier to follow because they were in a fucking row. <laughs> yeah, and what they also did at Miami was obviously shorten the DRS zone. But I feel like in some ways, for a lot of the drivers that were getting the DRS, because obviously every DRS train has a head, yeah. has a lead, the drivers that were behind, by the time they were actually picking up enough speed from the DRS... Mm-hmm. You know, like the person saying second in the train. Yeah. By the time they were getting enough speed from that DRS to potentially debate the overtake, it was gone. Yeah, it was too late. So it just wasn't. Didn't did they working. reduce both of them, or did they reduce one? I think they reduced both, but I can't remember. It's definitely one. I know one for definite. Yeah. But I'm not sure about the and other one. I think. See, Ocon's tires should have been going off. Well, especially with the degradation that other people were saying. Yeah. Bottas pit three times. Did he? Yeah. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. <laughs> he finished. He was the only driver to be lapped. Oh, hang on. I'm talking about Baku. We are talking about Baku. No, I'm talking about Miami. We're talking about different races. This we is are. great. <laughs> was there a DRS train yesterday? Yes. A massive one. I've forgotten the race, you know. We both switched off, I think. I was playing Harry Potter. <laughs> it's not Harry Potter, it's Hogwarts. I was yeah, playing sure. Hogwarts. I didn't pay for it. <laughs> I'm just letting people know I haven't given my money to JK Rowling because I'm not a turf supporter, but I am playing it. It's a game about a fantasy world. I know, but problematic. It's a game about a fantasy world. I know. Yeah, no, I'm talking about yesterday. They've shortened yeah, in no, Miami. Yes, no, I am talking about Miami. They did shorten a... Re- I can't remember the DRS train. I truly can't. Who was in it? Oh, God, a whole number of people. Honestly, it was massive. Just nothing happened. We have nothing to talk about. Well, we have the lack of things that happened to talk about. And it was shit. I mean, you did say about how free practice got you really excited for it. And there is a reason for that. And that is because Charles kept driving into walls. Yeah, that was fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) It happened twice. How cool is that? (laughs) Smash your car up, Charles. Do it, Charles. Take one for the team. But it was great fun. Like, it was fun. It caused red flags. It meant that for qualifying, everyone was out of shape. Yeah, and you go offline and suddenly you're in a fucking wall and you're spinning. And Nick... I'm more meant for was like... Was it Nick DeFries went backwards two corners because it was such a narrow track he couldn't spin his car around? Did he? Yeah. I miss that. I think that was FP1. Oh, I miss that. I think it was FP1. He went back from... He spun just past turn 12 and had to go 
driving backwards on the track past turn 11 to turn around because there wasn't enough room for him to whip the car around. It's quite so he got to pu- achieve, isn't so it? So he got pulled into the stewards for it. Oh. Yeah. And he was like, I literally didn't have enough room to turn around, guys. <laughs> Obviously nothing happened because of it. So clearly he was right. But it's it's just, that was fun. Yeah. There was something going on. Yeah. So imagine if something like that happened in the fucking race. It would be dangerous as fuck. <laughs> but like, can you imagine? Like, even like, okay, there's a yellow flag. Why? Because there's a car going backwards on the fucking track. How cool. There's something to talk about. He's just reversing his weight on the track. <laughs> no, he was, he was literally <laughs> driving the wrong way. But... No, he can't reverse, can he? That was why it got yellow uh, safety card in Baku because well, he can't put the car in reverse. Well, apparently it wasn't. Oh, he no, the, sti- yeah, it no. Was the steering yeah, was the steering column the wrong broke. Way. Yeah, the broke. The steering column broke. So, I mean, he was trying to reverse. It he just, did his best. He was, he was trying. I mean, something we can talk about because... I was just super impressed. It's slightly not F1, but it's very closely related. (laughs) Which I spoke to you about a few weeks ago and said how exciting I'd actually finally found it. Okay. F2. F2 is fantastic. F2 at Baku. Was mental. It was amazing. I've never really watched F2 that much. I've always just focused on F1. And you kept saying to me, you, you need, need to watch, to watch it. F2. It's so much fun. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then anyways, I had a full free day. And so I was like, I'm going to stick the F2 on as well. Brilliant. It's so fucking cool. Absolutely loved it. And the drivers in it are young. They are angry. They are... There's emotion. Yeah. I'm not saying the F1 guys aren't emotional, because they are. But Verstappen, when he came into F1, skipped GP2, which was the equivalent of F2. He went from F3 to F1, which now you can't do. Which meant when he came into F1, he was 17. He was that level. He was that level of angry and passionate and furious. That's what it is. It's like taking that stupid passion. risks. Yeah. yeah. And F2 is twice. 24 drivers that are in that position. It's not even taking stupid risks, though. It's just they're trying to learn what they can and yeah. can't get away with. They're learning with. what gap is there and what gap is not there. Yeah. How big really is the car? Yeah. How fast can I really go into this and corner? It's so fucking exciting. You never know what's going to happen when they enter a corner and when they come out of it. So much happens every time. Every single yeah. race, so much happens. And it was just brilliant to watch. I have got absolutely zero clue which driver drives for which team and who yeah. they're sponsored by yeah. and which driver they are when they're on the track yeah. because... The liveries make no sense. Oh my God, I was so confused. Yeah, so you have, in F2, you've got drivers driving for a team, but that driver will be part of an academy. So yeah. he will have that academy's livery on his car. Yeah. So you've got a Red Bull driver. I think there's like five Red Bull Academy drivers in F2. Mm-hmm. And one of them is on the same team as an Alpine Academy driver. Yes. So cool. they're teammates, but they're driving completely different looking cars. And it's like, what do you mean they're teammates? Yeah. And they were teammates. <laughs> that is a Vine reference to, and they were roommates. I don't know if you're a Vine person, but Not there really, you go. That's, that's one fine. for the Vine people. <laughs> God, they were teammates. <laughs> I'll show you the vibe later. Okay. <laughs> um, but 
yeah, it was cracking. And because absolutely I cracking, absolutely cracking. Because I started watching it, I when I started watching it, what were they doing? They were doing qualifying for the sprint. Yeah. So they were doing qualifying for the sprint. I can't really, I can't remember all their names. I'm not gonna lie. No. Um, there's a few names that I can, but I can't remember all of them. Theo Porcher. Yep. Obviously, Ollie Berman. Ollie Berman. Obviously, Arthur. Arthur Leclerc. There was another name that I kept seeing. Jason Druvler. No. Well, yes, but no. Uh, I I Iwasa. I don't uh, know if I'm saying that right. Iwasa. I okay. I can't yeah. remember his first name. But yep, yeah, I saw him. So it, it, there were a couple of names that kind of kept popping up throughout the sessions and yeah. stuff. But Roy Nassani put it in the wall. We share a birthday. He's 28. You shouldn't be enough to anymore. Get out. <laughs> brutal he's a bad driver okay imagine latifi but he's been in that seat for like a decade but he's still in f2 Ugh. he still has the seat i'm not a roy nasani fan okay but he is regardless he still has the seat daddy paid for the seat <laughs> <laughs> anyways so i yeah i i hadn't watched any of it i had no idea who really any of them were like i say i've heard the names in the past I know a couple of the names because of their, you know, they just show up sometimes. They show they? up at they the, do F1 the F1 races. Ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd seen some of the some of the names kind of pop up here and there. I didn't really know any of them. And so the first session I watched was qualifying, qualifying for the sprint. So if anyone listening doesn't know how F two works, uh, so there's a free practice session. Then you have the qualifying session. The qualifying session sets the grid for the race, which they call the feature race. So that's the equivalent of the Sunday race in F1. But the top eight in qualifying is reversed. So eight goes to first and will start the sprint race in first. But only the top eight swap. So yeah, that's just reversed. So watching qualifying for... F2 is almost like watching two quality sessions in one because it's like, okay, so we're getting two different grids for the F for the feature race and the sprint race, but it's all set in this one qualifying session. Which actually makes sense because I didn't entirely realise that, but yeah. that totally makes sense. Yeah. Because I was very confused because obviously Ollie Behrman yeah. did incredibly well for the entire weekend. He did a great job. And, and I... he's fucking cool. Yeah. He's chucking out there, definitely out there with my favourite F2 drivers. Yeah, he's a young lad that's just angry and passionate and excited. He doesn't even seem angry though. He's excited. Oh, he gets angry. I know, but he just looked like he looks like a little like yeah. adorable How old is he? Like fifteen? No, I think he's seventeen. But Aww. I think. Look at him go. Not not trying to, you know, play on words, but he does look like a little bear cub. Like, he yeah. just looks adorable. He is lush. He's um, really cute. Yeah, I was just really, con like, impressed with the driving yeah. and how he was going for overtakes and, and corners and yeah. under, you know... Underbreaking. Underbreaking and all of that type of stuff. And I was just like, fair play. Yeah, they're fucking going for it. That These guys, balls. yeah, not only are they fighting for their positions in F2, they are fighting for positions in F1 in the future. Yeah. Every single race. This is as close as they're going to get. Yeah. This is as close as most of them will get. 
to yeah. F1. It, it was brilliant and I loved it. And I've, I've actually been making sure to check when the F2 races are happening so that I can catch more of it. There's one at Spa. There is. I'm so excited. We're going to Spa. We're going to Spa. <laughs> We got away. We had a moment one day where we both were feeling a bit rubbish and a bit low. Just feeling a bit sad. A bit. Yeah. So, we so, we so, got so, we got them depressions. It's great. So we booked tickets. For <laughs> <laughs> we were like, we could just go. Oh, we could actually. We could just go. Well, actually, this was the weekend of. What race was it? I can't remember. Anyways, I can't remember. Was either the first or second race. I don't think it, it was. It wasn't Bahrain. Was it, was it Melbourne? It wasn't Melbourne. That was 6.30 in the morning. Oh, yeah. No, it wasn't. Anyways, we were watching a race. <laughs> we were watching a race and we were like, we I just, just want to go to we one. Go We've never race? been to one. And then we tried to make our calendars line up. And, and we looked and it was like, oh, we've actually both got Baku weekend off. We looked into it and it's fucking expensive. Yeah. It's so expensive to get to Baku. Like hotels and camping, everything was like three grand up. It was crazy it money was to get to Baku. And then we were like, well, what else could we do? And we were like, well, that was my favourite race. Why don't we look at Spa? Because that's your favourite race. It is my favourite race. And then we kind of looked into Spa and it was like... Hold on, this is this is actually not bad. This is like it was like how much were the tickets? Two hundred. I can't remember. Each. I don't know. But I think it was two hundred each for the for the actual ticket to the weekend. I don't. I can't remember the exact numbers. But anyways, it wasn't. It was like a third of the money, all in all, to go. We should just specify we don't really go on holiday much. No, I had I had to, <laughs> so I had to get a passport for this because I haven't had a passport for twelve years. Yeah, so. If we're gonna do this, we've gotta We've we've actually been sensible. We've saved a bit of money. Why don't we just do this shit? Let's go. Why don't we just go? So we're driving to spa. We're driving to spa, and then we're gonna go to spa and it's gonna be amazing. amazing. I'm really excited. We're so excited. We're really and hoping keep... it's not rained out. Yeah. <laughs> I am genuinely slightly terrified. Yeah, because we're gonna have driven for like twelve hours to get there. Yeah. Plus give or take two hours every day. To get there and back. Okay, no, change my mind. Give or take three hours every day because it's an hour and five minutes to get there, isn't it? An hour from and five, where we're staying. From where yeah. we're staying. Plus traffic because we know traffic is bad in Spa. So we're going to be doing a lot of driving. It's also a sprint weekend. So it's going to be the same as this weekend. That we've just had. Yeah. No. Baku, Baku. Sorry, same as Baku weekend. So there's... FP1. One practice session. Yep. Then it's qualifying. Yep. Then it's sprint qualifying. Then it's sprint. The sprint. Then it's the race. Plus we've got F3 and F2 at Spa. Yep. We're going to be fucking knackered. We but are. if all of those things are rained off, we are going to be wet and bored for three days. Yeah. So but it's going to be so much fun. <laughs> so fingers crossed. <laughs> Yeah, I I imagine it's going to be great. I'm hoping so. I'm kind of, even if it rains a little bit, but it doesn't... If it doesn't get rained out, I'm fine. Yeah, I don't care if... I really genuinely don't care if I'm wet, but the race is happening. Yeah, if the race is happening, I'm okay. Well, I don't care if I've got to wear a coat. No, I don't care if I'm wearing one of those stupid ponchos. I don't care if my shoes are soaked. Yeah, I'm going to invest in fucking waterproofs. Yeah, I don't care about that. As long as the race is happening, we get to see yeah some. some I want to see a car going around a track really quick, and not 
behind the safety car like Not, they did. No, 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 really ago. quick. Like real fast. Real, real fast. Real fast. Just like no! That would make me really happy. Okay. So we need to find somewhere good to sit as well so we yeah. can actually see. I just I just I wanna see Valtteri in real life. Yeah. I I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I genuinely have a feeling that you will probably cry. I have no doubt that I'm going to cry. <laughs> I'm going to be so overstimulated. Did I tell you that I've brought ear protectors? No. I've bought like the chainsaw oh ear God. protectors because I know what I'm like with sound. I'm going to get so stressed out. You're fine. I'm going to be so overstimulated and so emotional. You're going to And have I'm going to be like, this is the best day of my life and I'm hating myself. And I hate being here, but this is incredible. And I don't know what's... Oh my God, it's Valtteri Bottas. And I'm just going to be a mess. You're going to be sat there listening to Audible books while the cars are whizzing <laughs> round. That's what you're going to be doing. But on like Zen music. Like, oh. I'm going to turn to you and be like, Holly, did you see that? And you'll just be like, what? Ah, what? <laughs> Sorry, I got distracted. <laughs> it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. It's going to be good. I'm hopefully. sorry. I've got goosebumps thinking about it. I know. And and we were just looking at the calendar earlier, weren't we? And it's like seven races. Yeah. No. Eight. Eight, oh, oh, eight races away. It's race 13. We've just had race five. So we got six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. And then it's us. And we're the last one before the summer break. And we're the last one before the summer break. So shit's going to be gone down. We hope. <laughs> Hopefully. But if you remember, like, uh, when did Vettel retire? Imola last year. Vettel announced his retirement. Mm. So that was the race coming up. If that was, you know, obviously that's not to happen this season. I can't even remember the order of the races last year. But silly season kind of started like now. And we can be going to this like race knowing that next year the drivers are completely different. Before the summer break has even happened. That'd be a bit stressful. It'd be a lot, wouldn't it? Who do you think would retire though? Uh, retire. Do you think anyone would retire right now? I don't think Hulk's going to have a seat next year. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. Just don't. I think because he's got in the car. Uh, wait. Yeah, no. Hulk got... Yeah, no. I don't think Hulk's going to be... I genuinely couldn't remember the difference between Hulk and Magnuson. And I was like, wait. I don't think Hulk's done too bad. He's not done well, though. Yeah, but I don't think he's done much worse than K-Mag. But K-Mag's had... This is K-Mag's second year. Anyway, I've been really emotional and sad lately, so I have no memory and it's not working and this is really showing it up because I can't remember the thing that I'm trying to remember. When was Mag's poll? Was that last year? Yeah. Okay, I thought that was this year. I was going to say, Magnuson's had a poll and a fourth position race yeah. start this year, but he hasn't. No, One of those was last year. last year. And the fourth start, I mean, yes, he was there, but... Again, it was because the grid was in chaos. Because... Yeah, but that's the same as, as as his pole. True. But he still got it. Yeah. True, Whereas true. Hulk didn't. Hulk wasn't driving. But Hulk wasn't <laughs> driving. So yeah, my point is null and void. Yeah. But I think one of them is going to not be there next year. Yeah. They have to get something. They have to be doing something. They ha The car is more reliable this year. We can see that already. Yeah. And both Hulk and K-Mag are known for being fiery throughout their history. They've both mellowed. They've both really mellowed. A lot. They're both dads. They're both dads now. And they're both dads now. They've both... And, and that's what Vettel said. Yeah. He became a father and it changed. Yeah. You know, he stayed in it for years afterwards. But he wasn't getting championships anymore, wasn't he? Yeah. It, it does change shit. They need someone... Young, new and fiery. They need Ollie. 
I want Ollie somewhere. Somewhere, but I don't know whether I would put him in. I think he is. A, is he Ferrari Academy? Yeah, he is. He'll be in the house. Maybe. <gasps> When's Valtteri's contract out? <laughs> I oh think God. he's got next year. I think he's got next year. You you would genuinely cry, a lot. I don't I don't know what I'd do. If Bottas wasn't in it right now, I don't know who I'd support. No, I can understand that. It'd probably be Signs, but he's doing my fucking head in. Yeah, Signs is having a, a rough. He's just not driving the car. What's he doing? <laughs> <laughs> what is he doing? I don't know. He's just not there. He's just not. He's he has like these moments of he has moments of brilliance of brilliance yeah and then he has moments where you're just like what last year the team let him down last yeah. year the team made so many bad calls for him and Charles yeah they made it for both of them but it had a massive impact on both of their championships and clearly on like their mental state and their faith in the team and all of that. Yeah. But Carlos this year has not made any form of comeback. No. If he could still blame it on the team, he he would be. But the team are actually... But the team are doing quite well. Yeah. The car isn't... The car isn't great. Isn't great. But the strategy calls aren't as much of a joke as they were last year. Yeah. Last year, the strategy was the main issue with that team. Yeah, very true. And this year, we haven't seen that yet. I don't know. Unless I have short-term memory loss. No. But I can't think of a time where it's been like that was a really poor strategy. Call. I don't think there has been like a massively poor there have, one at all. There hasn't. I don't think. Um, no, I'm the same. To be honest, I. Laura supports Lando. I do. Um, I know loads of people will probably go. Of course you do. Every, she just does. It's nice. Every young new fan, new fan. Even though I've been watching it for two years now, two and a half years. Three. Like this that. is your third season, I think. Yeah, but I think I came in partway through one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, everyone goes, of course you are, because you're British, and of course. But actually, I was saying this to you earlier, didn't yeah. I? I actually didn't start off as a Lando fan. Which is just mad. I didn't even know that. I started off as a Gasly fan. Which, of course. <laughs> of course, Gasly. <laughs> no, the reason I started off as a Gasly fan was because um, I had absolutely zero clue about F1 and I was watching it. One of those things that was on in the background. and New partner who was a fan of the sport. Exactly. And you know when you um, aren't paying attention, but you start paying attention and then you start asking questions. And it's like, what is this? What is this? Who's that? I thought they just drove around in circles really fast. But this is fun. But this is interesting. Mm, what do you mean the tyres have no bumps on them? <laughs> he just had white tyres on. Why have they gone red? <laughs> but why do they have to go in the pit lane? Why are they going so slow? Why is he just moving over? What, what does Paul mean? <laughs> <laughs> I basically went through this entire journey and, um, yeah, my, my partner had to explain everything to me. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so when I first started watching it, Gasly was... I picked a name, basically, and Gasly was the guy that I followed for quite a few races. Yeah. Um, I liked his driving style. He was in the Alpha Tauri at the time. Yeah. And he was... Was it Alpha Tauri then? Was that Toro Rosso? No, that was 2018. He was still... Was he was Alpha Tauri when I started yeah. watching. And I, yeah, I really liked his driving style. He 
wasn't like exactly having podiums and stuff, but I just I watched him. He I was found the, he was the one. I found myself watching his car yeah. off the cars on track. Yeah, and it was actually a probably like the towards the tail end of that season that I started to notice Lando. And people were talking about him. Yeah, and then I started watching him more, and then slowly found myself supporting him yeah. more than Gasly. I still like Gasly. I still think he's a good driver. Yeah. I think he's doing really well in the Alpine. I would argue not. I He blew it up twice. Can you blame that on Gasly? <laughs> I mean... It didn't happen to Ocon. No, but there I are... don't like Ocon either. I genuinely think Esty I have grown... <laughs> I genuinely think I've grown... Because so... I am also not an Alonso fan before this year. Because this year, Alonso is happy and excited and supportive and... He's a team player. Oh my God. It's so exciting to see Alonso be a person and not an angry little man. <laughs> Do you know what I mean though? It's He's not just... that little though. He is really small. Wow. Well... He's a very small man. I'm a very small person, <laughs> so I can't say anything. But literally, it's so exciting to see Alonso go from this angry person to suddenly like a team playing supportive person who's happy with where he is it's so fucking cool but i think yeah. i've grown so used to hating the people in the alpines that now i'm like well gasly's in there now but i don't care i hate alpine they're just shit <laughs> so when i got into f1 uh danny rick had just moved to renault and i'm never gonna get over the betrayal of of danny rick leaving a leaving red bull i've got goosebumps <laughs> He left Red Bull and that made me really sad. He went to Renault on the words that Renault gave him and they didn't follow through with that and it was shit and I'm never going to forgive them for that. And then they changed from Renault to Alpine and I was like, they're still shit. (laughs) They still did that to my boy. (laughs) And then he went to McLaren. And then he went to McLaren and it went even worse. And it's like, (laughs) for fuck's sake, (laughs) give me something. But he's now... And then Valtteri got kicked out of fucking Mercedes and it's just all got to shit. Laura. <laughs> but Valtteri's still driving. Yep. Danny just Rick, about. Just about, <laughs> but he is. He finished this race and he finished last race as the only car that was lapped. But yep, he's there. He's still finishing the races and he's absolutely loving what he's, he's doing. He's so happy. He is. And that's the same though. Danny Rick is back with Red Bull. Yeah. And he's, he's home. He's happy. Yeah. Like, okay, he's not been out in a car, but... You only have to see when they pan to him in the garage. And, and he looks the, happy. The side eye. But he... <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like, before he's even realised that the camera is showing him, yeah. he looks happy. Yeah. Like, it's not like, oh God, the, the camera's, camera's on me, me. look happy. I better look happy. Like, he just... You can see his little happy face. He's enjoying it. He's embracing all of it. And that's lovely to see. It's so lovely. I didn't really know much about him, obviously, when I started yeah. watching. And... He very you just quickly picked it up from context, I guess. Yeah, but I he kind of obviously became Lando's teammate, yeah. and he was meant to be, you know, the more experienced one. And he clearly just didn't get on with the car. I f- found myself getting uber frustrated because everybody talked about Daniel Ricciardo yeah. and all of this, and I was like, "What are people? But look on what about? Lando's doing!" I was like. Lando's outperforming Danny Rick on a regular basis. Yeah. I know he got the win and, and Lando also, got but, the second, but Lando also has is in a very similar to 
Lando is also in a very similar position to Max. <laughs> you always did it again. I sorry. know! <laughs> I'm sorry. Carry on. Lando is also in a very similar position to Max. Yeah. Where he's got the car almost built directly for him. Yeah. Which is why Lando went through teammates and Verstappen has gone through teammates. Yeah. And this is also a very similar problem to Lewis Hamilton because before Bottas, Hamilton went through teammates. Mm -hmm. These drivers that have the car built for them don't have a teammate that can drive the car yeah. because the, the car isn't built for them. Yeah. And with a team where you have a car that has been built and two drivers trying to drive it, yeah. it works an awful lot better as a team than it does for the one driver. Yeah. And they are very lucky with... Mercedes were very lucky with Bottas that he could drive the car that was built for Lewis. Yeah. They are very lucky now that they've got Perez in Red Bull. Yep. Because he can fucking drive that car. Yeah. Not like Max can. But he but can. But he can. And he can get it to perform. And that's where Danny Rick didn't With the get it. They yeah. gave him a fair shot. They could have kicked him out after the first year and they didn't. They did keep him on. Yeah. But it fucking sucks, man. <laughs> I know. I, I do get that. And now I see him. And again, I know I don't see him driving. But now I see him. That's what I mean when I say like the camera pans to Yeah. And they smile. Yeah. When he was with McLaren, he genuinely... Looked sad. Looked sad. And then he would smile for the yeah. camera. And you'd just, even like you'd see his little face in his helmet. Yeah. And he just looked sad. Yeah. You know, Whereas, he has that beautiful smile. Yeah. But my God, he, he has just... a contagious laugh. And But when he is smiling at the moment, we're smiling with him. Yeah. At McLaren, it was just like, oh. But I tell you one thing that I did really love mm. even though i found myself frustrated watching him drive i did love i love some of the pairings of the team drivers so i l really adored lando and daniel together yeah they were brilliantly See, funny i still don't really get it i think that was really forced because of the relationship that carlo and carlo <laughs> well, I, I tried to call lando then that carlos and lando had yeah. Because oh no, but that was brilliant. Too. They were so infectious, yeah, and I loved them together. And I genuinely just really good friends. Yeah. Whereas I think the Danny Rick thing was almost forced from previous. I feel like they had a few interactions that were very funny on camera, and I think people were like, "Oh, these guys are going to be another Carlando," and they just weren't no, to but me. You can't replicate. That. I know, but I didn't like it. They were funny in their <laughs> own way. And I think they genuinely did get on. Yeah. But there was, I don't think, I don't honestly believe that there was any bad blood, but I know that there was a lot of media and a lot of... Yeah. And... Uh, a drive to survive. survive. That portrayed it like they really hated each other. Yeah. And, and they didn't. They didn't. I think and you they can see that they on. didn't hate each other. But of course it wasn't like Carlos and Lando because they were best friends. Yeah. But there are say there are other drivers on the grid, like pairings of drivers that are like that. Yeah. Like I'm sorry, I adored Gasly and Yuki together. They were They were so, so lovely. funny. And even now, Bottas and Hamilton. Yeah. Bottas still goes up to Hamilton after every race. Yeah. They're still good friends. They're still friends. They are still supporting each other, even though they're on different teams. Yeah. Like they don't all have to be the best of friends. Like totally get that no. but there are so many drivers that are actually 
they are really good friends. Of yeah. course, they're competitors. Yeah. But they're friends as well. Yeah. And that's a really nice thing to see. It's really nice to see. And I think it's something that's very different to previous generations of F1 drivers. Yeah. When you consider things like, oh, what's his name? The commentator. Martin Brundle. Yeah. Martin Brundle. I think the first real friendship that we saw was Carlos and Lando. Mm. And his commentary on the Carlos and Lando thing whenever they were on any battle on track was like oh they're not going to be friends now and they are yeah because these are people that understand I think it's just a sign of like the the emotional awareness that we have now as a as a generation in comparison to previous where they can separate what happens on track to what happens in real life yeah at the end of the day driving F1 is their job yeah but also the only people that know how they feel and what they are going through are those other 19 drivers. Yeah. There's no one else. No. It's not even like NASCAR where there's 50 of you. And in the same sense, it's not even like previous drivers know exactly what they're going through because... Every regulation change... Is different. Is completely different. Drivers 10 years ago can't support the drivers now because of the amount of support Drive to Survive has brought. It's a completely different world. Yeah. Social media compared to tabloid media 20 years ago. Oh, definitely. Uh, nowadays, you know, yes, being media presentable is great, but social media at the moment is almost... It's dominating. It's overtaken it. It's almost more important that they have a good social media presence, but uh, like also... A good social media... Representation. Reputation. Yeah. And that doesn't mean they have to do social media, but no. it just means that the way they get portrayed across it by other yeah. people. And that's where like, I'm not saying Magnuson was... Uh, Magnuson. What was his name? Which one? Uh, <laughs> the spinny one. Nikita Mazepin. Nikita Mazepin. <laughs> I'm not saying <laughs> I'm not saying he was a victim of bad social media. He was a prick. <laughs> like there is no part of his. <laughs> you know what I mean, though. There was no part of his reputation that was good. He was a bad driver. He made. Stop laughing at me. <laughs> but so much of like his. <sighs> reprimands what <laughs> so many of his reprimands within the team were based on the things he did off track and on social media yeah off track he physically attacked another driver like he punched yeah. Callum Eilert in the face and gave him a black eye like that happened yeah he groped a woman and put it on his own social media these are things that he got reprimanded for by the teams yeah. that 50 years ago you wouldn't know about. Yeah, because it wouldn't be on. It wouldn't it be wouldn't on be social media. There. It wouldn't be everywhere. You know, he commented on Yuki's Instagram, I believe, racist, homophobic comments. And it's like all of these things that like you wouldn't know about drivers from even 10 years ago. Yeah. And now it's like so important that they have this good social presence. They have all of these things. I can't remember why we got onto this topic. I have it... absolutely no idea, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Drive to Survive probably kept Danny Rick in for an extra year. Mm, maybe. Because it was the Danny Rick show for the first two years. Yeah. It expanded more when more teams got on board. But for the first couple of years, it was the Danny Rick show. Danny Rick's very good with the media, though. Oh, I miss him. That cheeky smile. And on that note, we've been recording for an hour. We have. So we probably ought to... Make a move, because I need a wee. 
<laughs> That's why your legs has been bouncing. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been Holly. And I'm Laura. And that's been Was On Racing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.